Welcome to another episode of the Super Powered Fancast. My name is Danny. This is Darren. I'm Stephanie. And this is Jenna. Well, um, we're back from our Super Powered Star Wars Fancast. That was our last episode. And now we're going to kind of get everybody back into the swing of things, into the news. Now, we're going to talk about uh, the news that was, the news that is, the news that will be. And I'm taking all of the articles straight from our website, superpoweredfancast.com. Dot com where you can go exactly go to our website and see all the latest news and well frankly just kind of news but <laughs> but we are going to be adding new content as well but um what i really want to talk about because there's been so much news happening i'm just kind of going to break it down we're going to do kind of like a round table discussion where i'm going to throw the topic out and then we're all going to discuss it and even if we don't come to consensus at least we're going to know what each other feels, well, how each other feels about uh, each of these different topics. So what we're going to start with is uh, some recent news. So there have been some uh, big cast announcements for Marvel's The Inhumans. Ooh, yes. So there's been a lot of really good information. Like, um, we'll start with the first announcement. The first announcement of uh, who would be playing Maximus the Mad the uh, the insane brother of Black Bolt is Eowyn Rian from Game of Thrones, who everyone <laughs> like Danny so shaking his head. Danny so shaking his head. Danny, who Ramsey. is Eowyn? Who is Eowyn? <laughs> Ramsey Bolton? Ramsey. Ramsey Bolton of Games, Game of Thrones is yes. playing Maximus the Mad on the Inhumans. Oh, he is going to be perfect. Yeah, like, everyone oh was just like, if there was any perfect casting, it would be that guy. Yes, he's so pocket sized though. But I think that works. He doesn't. Ha- I mean, he doesn't have to he's be sniveling. big. He doesn't have to be. <laughs> yeah, huge. I guess. Yeah, I'm just used to black bolt. Like, oh no wonder you have a complex. That's it. See, there you go. <laughs> exactly, and I think that's yeah. the. Whole, I think that's going to be something that works in his favor. Because even think- right now in the uh, current line of comics uh, with the Inhumans. Uh, Maximus has got a huge part in it because he's actually manipulated Black Bolt and is basically causing him to work against the royal family and things like that. And so he he definitely has a huge hand in all of it. Mm-hmm. And that one picture you showed me, he he really looks like him too, like the yeah, comic book character. Yeah, like looks like Ramsey. Like all of these like, castings okay. are kind of crazy yeah. identical. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because then they uh, a week later they announced who would be playing. Black Bolt, mm-hmm. and that would I be. That. Yeah, oh, it's not Vin Diesel. It's on our website. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, it is not Vin Diesel. It is an actor named Anson Mount, who is from. Yeah, don't, don't go ahead and laugh, Stephanie. <laughs> go ahead and laugh. Not Anson Mount. Anson Mount. Okay, where's he from? <laughs> He's from a TV series called Hell on Wheels. Oh, Channing loves that show. He's the yeah. main guy. Yes. He's okay. the main guy on that okay. show. Okay, I mean, you're pretty here's a, fine. Yes, here's a picture of him <laughs> for all fine? to see. There we are. He'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus hair. <laughs> I don't think he's going to need that under that mask, though. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he was but at Crossroads. Was he? Right, was he? Yes, yeah. back in the day. <laughs> but then the question I have to ask is, is he going to wear the, is he going to wear the costume the whole time? Like the whole I doubt it. Thing? They're not going to cover up something that's pretty. I doubt it as well, yeah. Well, in the Marvels, kind like of Kylo Ren. <laughs> like that's who you I come mean, <laughs> shots oh. fired. Yeah, um, but I mean, like I don't know. Like Marvel's kind of done different with the different iterations of uh, what they've introduced into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't do it. The only thing I would say 
is that the tuning fork that's on Black Bolt's head, I mean, that's pretty iconic to the character. So, I mean, I guess that would be something that wouldn't be missed, but I think if I don't anything, know. They, they, go, um, they go simple with it because, like, just looking at pictures of him, he does have like, kind of like a prominent forehead. Like, mm-hmm. even if they just kind of go with, like, a little protrusion out the top horn. of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <right>. exactly. <laughs> Almost like a little horn. Yeah. I think that might work. And I think it's going to be interesting because he, you know, he's taking a role where, in essence, he's not allowed to speak. Mm-hmm. So okay. it's going to be interesting to see how he emotes. Like that's kind mm-hmm. of that's like a challenge for an actor. Well, just, in the quote from uh, Jeff, sure is it Jeff Loeb? Is that yeah, how you Jeff say Loeb. it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jeff Loeb. Um, where he was talking about how um, this actor has like a regality to him and everything. Um, I think that that'll play a lot of it too, yeah. because Black Bolt, he's somebody who doesn't have to say anything, but he says the most almost like he's got a presence to him. Yeah. Loeb said, uh, his enthusiasm mixed with his imposing, almost regal persona made it easy to see why he is our black bolt. So yeah. that's, yeah. Now that I know who he is, like, okay. Yeah. I think that'll be good though. I mean, he has a serious face. Yeah. I don't I mean, want somebody, you know what I mean? I feel like, I mean, I'm not, I'm glad it's not Vin Diesel cause Vin Diesel's very one dimensional. Okay. I mean, I, like, I, per, I, like, like emotion, like face wise. I am too. I am too. I got you. I've got one <laughs> setting. Can't say that word on the podcast, but <laughs> one setting. And I feel like Vin Diesel is very much the same way. So it's not, it's not that. an insult this time. <laughs> yeah, I can kind of agree with that as well. So also they've gone ahead and uh, cast Medusa. Now, I didn't see who they cast her as. Uh, it's a actress named Sorinda Swan. Now, I have a, yeah, I have a picture of her because she previously played Zatanna on Smallville. Okay. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, she, uh, I mean, I'm not necessarily too familiar with a lot of her work. Uh, I did see, she was on a series called Breakout Kings that I liked, but it didn't necessarily last too long. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, you know, kind of willing to just. See how it see how it works out. I mean, yeah. it's it's Marvel. They've ne- mm-hmm. They haven't necessarily done wrong before as far as the casting goes. Yeah, I haven't had any complaints with the casting either. I, I really like the like, and it, it's a minor thing, but I do like how it really feels like they're all spitting images of the character. Like they were born to play. Yeah. As far as the way they look, like for instance, uh, Anson, the guy for Black Bolt. Mm-hmm. Like even the the shape of his face, if you look at him versus next to Black Bolt, an actual picture of Black Bolt. Yeah. Like it looks like him. Like the whole thing is just it's uncanny. Yeah, they I definitely really have it. like a like a twin cheekbone thing going. Yes. So, yeah, <laughs> I can kinda see how they're going with that. Now, right. I'm really waiting to hear like Karnak, Gorgon. Ooh, I want to see who Gorgon's gonna be. Right. That's gonna be Those cool. are people like, uh somebody somebody tweeted me um uh, a, a WWE superstar who loves Inhumans, and I thought he'd be perfect for Gorgon. Uh, some guy, in, and I'm, I'm looking at Stephanie's face. I'm waiting. Some guy named Cody <laughs> Rhodes. Ooh. <laughs> who apparently. Cody. <laughs> you know Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, I know Dusty That's Rhodes. That's his son. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm and he was. Goldust's brother. When Arrow. Oh. Or, I'm so sorry, Stephanie. Yeah, because he was on Arrow, yeah. Yeah, when he was on, like, Raw. Mm-hmm. He, they fought. Yeah, it was the Rose. whole, era. yeah, yeah, and then he was on Arrow. So he's a really big uh, comic book fan, like really, really, really big. Yeah, from uh, from what I understand, he loves and Inhumans. He's so I think he, yeah, 
I think he no. could work as Gorgon. That's Gorgon. He's very lean, <laughs> though. Yeah. Yeah, he's really. I mean, he's very like well toned. Yeah. It's just he's very lean. Um, mm-hmm. he does have very sharp like sharp jaw and stuff. Mm-hmm. Makes some artistic um, changes. But I th- that would be awesome because I, so. I feel like Cody would do well just because he he really is he a big comic book fan. Yeah, I think right, and I think from an he was acting good on Arrow too. right, I think from an acting yeah. standpoint, I think he pulled off mm-hmm. too. He's, you know. Like I really enjoyed him on Arrow. The the I mean, so far he's only been on one episode, but he's teased, and so is Stephen Amell that he's going to be back because mm-hmm. yeah. his character didn't really have an end, but it made it feel like it may or may not be. So yeah. that's kind of left open. Um, but I thought he did really well. Yeah, and well. this is all speculation at this point. Right, right. exactly. He's saying. not this with WWE. Oh, okay. At the moment, oh, okay. well, sadly, but it was his choice. So he's available. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There, there you go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Available and interested. <laughs> I mean, I'm never for that role. We're just but... speaking for him. It's fine. <laughs> Co- Cody, as, Cody, we got you. We're we working got you. out as, as his publicist. <laughs> yeah, it's totally fine. Let's go ahead and make this happen. We, we signed your name. It's exactly. Fine. So <laughs> that's the only Inhumans uh, news we got so far, but mm-hmm. uh, we do just still sticking with um, with Marvel and Disney and the the whole thing. So the Lion King live action remake mm. that we're <laughs> we're steadily becoming. I think some of us are becoming excited about. Some of us are already excited. Some of I, us finally convinced Stephanie to watch the Jungle Book, so she's a little more excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've gotten our first two pieces of casting, and the first one, uh, Donald Glover will be playing uh, Simba. I am so excited for that. Which I, I think love is him. great. I think yes. it's absolutely great. Donald Glover is like Danny's man crush. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I was so excited for yes. him when I saw that. Him and Danny Footy. Danny Footy needs to be in the line yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> Danny Footy needs to be, yes, he needs to be yes. like, he's be like a wombat or something. There you go. Just like something. He, it's Troy and Abed. He's Abed. He's, he was in a, I don't, you probably don't, he was kind of minor in Winter Soldier. He was one of the shield agents that stood up against Hydra. He's, yeah, he's on okay. powerless. Yeah. He's on powerless. He, he's on he powerless one, now too. Was he the was he the little one? No. The he was the one. tall, no. skinny one. Yeah, he's very tall, well, the, very lanky. The, the, that can still be the little one. Was he the one that was having to put the code in? Yes. And he was like, No. Yes, I yes. remember him. Okay. No, that wasn't <laughs> him. That was that not wasn't him. him. That was I was not him. Sure that was him. No, 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 no. Oh. Well who was no, he? No, 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 no. Let me see. Oh that guy. <laughs> it's Abed. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember him. Okay. He's in like <laughs> every, he's in a lot of other stuff though. Like he's one of my favorites. If I if I ever met him or Donald Glover in person, like I you yeah, fangirl. I would fangirl. You would totally, that would happen. You would totally try and do the uh, the Troy and Abed. Absolutely, shit, like handshake. Oh, I would absolutely would. do that. So yeah, I've been like, practicing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What if what if Donald Glover was at celebration? Oh my gosh, that would be incredible. Anyway, they so haven't that's finished a, it. They haven't finished announcing them yet. Right. So that's the that's the other thing that we'll get to at the end. Um, You're making me so excited, like I'm shaking now. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> but uh, Donald Glover's been cast as Simba, and James Earl Jones oh, is returning. As King Mufasa, yes. yes. No one else can do that. That yeah. would be like that would be like honestly like someone doing a, someone else doing the voice of Vader. Mm-hmm. Like you know, yeah. like Vader can't happen. Well, that's the thing. There are people that do the voice of Vader, but it's still you know you always you ain't that, James Earl Jones though, right? You always get that twinge that it's not you know that it's not Vader. Like, yeah, exactly. It's perfect. Like mm-hmm. well, and that's the things like it's a test. I th- I was talking to this uh, with uh, my wife the other day. Um, talking about how, I mean, it's kind of a testament to James Earl Jones that he's got two characters that he's played that are so impactful and just, like, you couldn't imagine anyone else being those characters. 
Like those are him. Well, I love like that's just Field of Dreams and the Sandlot as well. Because like <laughs> no one, no one can, no one can replace him. Exactly. No, there's no one else. Like Absolutely. the Lion King is everything to me. Everything to me. <laughs> <laughs> everything. And some things. Uh, everything. Okay. <laughs> but see, we've been talking about. Like and, I could not imagine yeah. seeing Mufasa in any form and hearing somebody else's voice. Mm-mm. There's no way. Yeah, exactly. And we've been talking about. Um, just the again the casting that they haven't announced all the rest of the casting yet but we were saying is that with the exception of Matt Sinclair who played Sarabi everyone in the cast is still alive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so there's is like there's no way that they couldn't bring these people back and honestly I think it'd be an amazing coup if they if Jeremy Irons came back as, oh, he better come back I agree, as not I agree with that anything <laughs> he should come back because who else can do Scar's voice no one exactly. <laughs> you know what I think would be really cool yeah. if we got some people from the Broadway show I think that they'll do that Honestly, I think that like they will ones. because uh, <laughs> I think oh, what they're going to do is because maybe like the Nala. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're going to add the they're going to add the they're going to add the addition the new music from the musical oh, that wasn't they? in the original film. I'm sure. I'm not. Yeah. You know, I mean I'm, that would be cool because I mean I, I don't know, and I know how much you love Lion King, but to me, like I feel like you would want something new. Yeah. So so why am I going to watch this live live action classic basically? Um, if there's not something new to it, like even in Jungle Book, they had a little bit of new, even though there the were ending? old songs. <laughs> yeah, even though there was old songs, they they did make it their own. Mm-hmm. And, and King and, Louis, so yeah. did you know that they changed like what King Louis was so that it would actually be regionally accurate because they added the mm-hmm. King Louis scene to the yeah. cartoon, like that wasn't in the books. Yeah, and so they made him what was it called a. <sighs> Giganta something. <laughs> yeah. Because he's an orangutan in the movies, but orangutans weren't like native to that area. So mm-hmm. they made him something that was. And like the writer of the song came back and wrote a new verse to the Want to Be Like You mm-hmm. song What's so that they could is? like introduce that. Yep. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. awesome. I yeah. did too. So the thing I. was terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that whole but monkey scene casting. was. Yes. Great casting. Absolutely. I'm just saying, I mean, it's. it's it's a uh, it's a testament to the performances of the people who who did the animated film oh, yeah. that their voices and performances are so iconic that it's almost hard to see someone else playing them. I think that's the reason why James Earl Jones, like just his voice is so iconic. His performance is so iconic that that it's hard to think of somebody else playing Mufasa. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, like I, you know. Maybe again, it's probably just nostalgia, and they probably won't go for it. But I would probably, I would love to see Ernie Sabella and Nathan Lane come back as uh, uh, Timon and Pumbaa. Mm-hmm. But then that's just you know. <laughs> but again, that's because their performances were so dynamic that right. it's hard to imagine someone else mm-hmm. doing them. Yeah, and it's kind of like if you really just want to be different and pick somebody, who would you pick? Yeah, who could do that? Like no. <laughs> Everyone else would try to one-up it and it would just fall flat and be one of those movies where it's like, oh, it's better. No, it's mm-hmm. bleh. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I said, I would honestly, like, you'd look at, like, any, like, current comedian, like, current successful comedian. Absolutely. Like, We're going to throw Kevin Hart in there somewhere? Yes. I'm, so, <laughs> yeah, I'm telling he'll you, be in there, there somewhere. more than likely there will be a Kevin Hart. <laughs> Let him Kevin, be Zazu. Kevin, right. Kevin Hart will probably be, like, one of the hyenas. <laughs> Sure, that's fine. <laughs> Kevin Hart, oh, <laughs> just, just to see 70 says Kevin Hart Escar. 
Oh, like if you all could see. (laughs) You're just making me mad now. (laughs) Because I feel like changing some of them would just be the fact of changing them. And no. (laughs) But they did really good with the casting in the Jungle Book. So I trust them. They did. And I think, but I think, again, you're looking at like how long was the, uh, like this, just the, how long the length was between the animated Jungle Book and the live action Jungle Book right. is that the, those, those performances got lost over <laughs> yeah. time. Right. I mean, even the even the people who are, you know, who are Most still of Jungle alive. Book is not the Lion King. But that's the thing is that you you don't have a huge you don't have a huge time frame between Lion King animated and Lion King live action. Right. So I mean, it's it's. There, like again, and those voices being so iconic, those performances being so memorable, it's hard to not see those people when you think of those characters. Absolutely. So, I'm sorry, I got really negative, but it's the Lion King, <laughs> and it's just kind of like DC or anything I like. Really, it's like anything I like ever. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to try to defend myself, but I was like, no, these people will know I'm a liar. I'm not trying to be so negative, but I was, don't, like, look what they did to Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. I got a goat. Great. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, and, and, and I agree and my, with you on the same sense with I the Lion King, because just like you were saying with the Jungle Book, you had generations in between that yeah. re-release, and Lion King's still a very relevant classic, will be for a very long time, mm-hmm. and to go through and say, let's just redo what already was really great, it kind of seems no, counterproductive, and I, it doesn't make sense. I'm so excited to see it live action. Mm-hmm. My thing is, don't try... To reinvent the wheel. Right, exactly. It worked for a reason. Mm-hmm. I'm saying you can take liberties with some stuff, but what irritates me is when you change things that there's no point. Like, okay, you can do that now. Woohoo. <laughs> like, okay. But kind of like the killing joke. Mm. Don't change something when you think it's going to be a great new idea and ruin the point of the story or take away from it. Mm-hmm. I think That's wor- what I really want. You yeah. can cast whoever you want as long as Jeremy Irons is Scar. But don't reinvent the wheel and mess up my favorite thing ever in the world. It's the worst thing they could do would be to try and do a shot by shot remake of the anime. No, film. yeah, no, not at all. Uh, I don't want which, that. Which means right. cuz I'm relatively sure they're going to have to lose some stuff. Which is mm-hmm. fine. And that's absolutely again, that's absolutely fine. But at the same time, back to my point is that if you see Scar, whose voice are you going to think about? Jeremy Irons. Okay. I was wondering about Mary Superman. I thought about Scar. <laughs> so I'm just saying. Love so that's, you know, that's a hurdle they're going to have to get, they're going to have to get over. And in order for them to do that, they're going to have to announce someone huge. Yeah. That would be, that would take over that voice. It would either have to be Jeremy Irons, Irons or it would have to be somebody so big that you could, that you would literally look at it and go, I would love to hear how that sounds. The only person that comes I to mind is Gerard Butler. Oh God! <laughs> like honestly, that's no. the only one that come to my come to my mind. I wish he was the beast so bad. You have no idea. <laughs> but here's, here's so like, bad. Did you hear him sing in Phantom of the Opera? Yeah, I did. I what liked it. Do you have Darren? Really? <laughs> that is my. Husband. Do you want to go? Okay. okay. Gotcha. He literally, I, every, he sounded like he was gargling with glass. Every time he's really well, Scar has a much deeper range. Yeah, did you watch PS I Love You? He sang in that, and it was beautiful, very beautiful. I've seen the movie, Darren. 
I have like okay. all of his songs on my iPod. Everything he's ever sang, I like. But him. I'm, that's the only. We're talking like, about the same actor, right? Yes, We're talking about Gerard like Butler? Gerard Butler, the beautiful Irish Irishman Scotland. Sparta, three hundred. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Sparta, okay. Sparta, Sparta. Um, I think like if you announce that, like I'd be like, okay, I'll see. I'm still gonna want Jeremy Irons, but my thing is like I don't want to shot by shot. You know, because there's some Just don't things. Change the songs, there's some change. things in the Lion King that I. I think you have to. I I have like to minute the changes, tiny changes. We can leave some things out if we must, but be careful. I think they're gonna have to change the songs because the the what they did with like the. The way they did, um, or do like unimportant ones, like less important. The way they ones. did bare, the way they did bare necessities. <laughs> is like what? Said, She's like they, stop dissecting my movie. Said, the way they did bare necessities in the jungle in the Jungle Book remake is more than likely is more naturalistic than the way it was in the animated movie. Mm-hmm. So I think if anything, I'm not saying they need to change lyrics or or rhyme scheme. I'm just saying they may have to make the, the sequences. Right. The sequence is more mm-hmm. naturalistic That's in order fine. to fit the music. I'm not saying so it's change. not so cartoonish. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm not saying change the songs. I'm saying change the way they're performed. They're presented. <laughs> okay. You can, you can breathe <laughs> now, <laughs> Stephanie. <laughs> I just got really scared and like I went to a dark place that I don't want to be. <laughs> I don't want to live in that world. I don't want to be in that place. No, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, I get that. Like, I could have taught you, you could definitely do that. Yeah. In the yeah. naturalistic way. Kind of yes. like it well, was that's kind of the bare necessities of yeah. right. Lion King. It's the near bare necessities yeah. of Lion King. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And, but I'm um, like, obviously, the music is, is, is important for the Lion King. Yeah. I mean, it has a musical. Yeah, <laughs> very, well, very I think a lot, they could get away with because like, a lot of it is like background mm-hmm. score. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a lot of it is. Yeah, I'm saying like I would love to see just the be prepared, like be prepared. Yes, mm-hmm. I Don't want that sequence to be amazingly dynamic, mm-hmm. and that requires that would be a cool dark right, sequence. Exactly, too, that's going to require a, that's going to require a musical performance that can hit a lot of different ranges. Mm-hmm. Like even uh, even with Jeremy Irons' voice the way it, the way it was, and he wasn't trying to hit high notes and wasn't mm-hmm. necessarily like this the he way. He was talking almost. Right. Pretty much. But the way he was talking was so lyrical that that's something that's going to have, like I, that's. His voice is like honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to take, that's going to take a very dynamic voice in my opinion. Yeah. I don't know of another like actor's voice really that flows because he's like, it's, like, it's almost like he doesn't really have to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, he can just make like sound, like just be like, mm. and you're like, what? <laughs> I'm and sorry. Like, and, and it's almost like just the end of a word sounds mm-hmm. like a musical note. Yeah, it's like because it's when he said because he was I'm surrounded by idiots. Like yeah. that sounds lyrical. Yeah, he would have been yeah. really that good. I know like Scarjo was amazing as. Uh, no, she was oh, really good. It's yeah. yeah, but he would have been a good snake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I did like the way they did her voice. Yes, mm-hmm. I thought it was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Right, because hers was yeah, hers was was lilting and almost yeah, like almost slightly seductive, but not like lascivious. not in a weird not lasciviously. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it, it was more like entrapping, like inviting is right. what is what her voice. Like yeah, it voice, sounded haunted. That's the thing. It's like exactly. that's the thing. To an adult, that's it perfect, sounded that yes. way. But more, but to a child, it sounded almost sweet, like a lullaby. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I really like that. So I feel mm-hmm. like they're going to do a good job. It's just I don't want them to add certain stuff to try to hit, make the morals hit home. You really don't with the Lion King. Right. You don't have to. Yeah. You really don't have job. to. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's Hamlet. And, and <laughs> it's, the happy it's, Hamlet. Hamlet. it's the happy Hamlet. The happy Hamlet. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, it's a severely edited version. No, no, I didn't throw herself in no river. She's fine. <laughs> Happy Hamlet. Happy Hamlet. Right. It's it's yes. It's to Hamlet. Me, it's Hamlet. Light. Cut Hamlet off like halfway through. Don't kill people. Yeah, I guess I have just a. I just have such a deep connection because the Lion King means so much to me, and it like represents like a lot mm-hmm. of like things in life, and I think that's what I love about the Lion King so much. Yeah, is that I can take that movie, and just at the end scene, like I cry every time mm-hmm. when he, you know, it's raining. Yeah, and he's walking like it's just so powerful to me, mm-hmm. and like Mufasa's in the clouds, and you just like it's everything to me, and I think that that's that's the beauty. I don't want them to lose. You I don't want you to re- water that down. You know well, what's really funny is that like, and I, I have two I have two small children, and what's what's happened now is that the impact of that moment is kind of gone, kind of lost to me now. Because it seems like everything they've done subsequently, like in sequels to The Lion King. I and loved this, Lion King too. I'm talking about, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm saying that. And Lion King one and a half and the, li- and the Lion Guard. They've kind of diluted that moment with Mufasa to just making him just like appear in the clouds. Every time he's, yeah. every time yeah. he does, like, I need advice and I don't want to ask my father. <laughs> so, Grandpa, can you tell See, me? See, that what's meant a my... lot to me, right? Yeah. Because, but it meant a lot because it was needed. At this one, it's just like he's not even really dead; he's just cloud popping. Yeah, like I liked like <laughs> one and he's a half. The I liked it because it was like, you. Guard. <laughs> you know, one and a half was definitely like funny. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think that was the purpose. of Yeah, it too. and it was like yeah. not as whatever. Yeah, um, I have nothing to say about the Lion Guard. I don't watch it. <laughs> um, <Well>. But <laughs> in Lion King, it's a, two, a hard skip. Hard With, skip. Yeah. <laughs> Lion well, King it's too, a... there was things in that. I mean, it's not on par, but do I like it? Absolutely. Yeah. Because it's kind of reversed in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of like, you spoiled brat. Well, yeah, you've seen it from a different point of view, <laughs> right, too, which was, right. I thought was And cool. I, you know, like that Upendi part, and we can take that out. <laughs> where the passion fruit grows. I mean, the song is catchy. <laughs> but um, I just don't want them, to, I don't want to lose those moments. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to feel... Like, oh my God, this is my favorite movie live action. Yes, they may change some stuff, but don't take away the emotion points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I feel like the Jungle Book didn't. I feel like it added some. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Because oh. I've, I've honestly seen the cartoon Jungle Book like maybe twice. Mm-hmm. Akilah's death was so emotional. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't even. I was like, I was like, you know, they're about to kill that wolf and then I just can't. Well, I can't remember either. In the Jungle Book, did they have that uh, rhyme that the the strength of the pack is yeah. the wolf? No, I didn't think so. But I like so that. I, I wonder if they're the going to add yeah. something like that to Lion King because Lion King does have its well. Huge I mean, you think about yeah, the, the whole thing about so, the pride about Pride Rock and mm-hmm. this difference between, and the the double meaning between you know pride and a, a pride, pride of lions. lions. I mean, well, that, that and sure the whole mean. identity. The yeah. Who are you? Yeah. Yeah, remember, remember who you oh, are. I can't yeah, physically, like I will like, cry. That that scene meant you so much to me. You don't even know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. But I, as long as they keep, you know, those um, those moments, you you can add whatever, but don't try to just reshape it and right. make it something else. Mm-hmm. Have I shown you my Disney guy, Darren? Which Disney uh, um, guy? His name is Jonathan. 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 His name is Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he does like Disney metal covers. Remind me to show you. Be prepared. They could do something like oh, that. Oh, it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, my favorite, my favorite line from. The I'm actually like, 
I, I, I went on iTunes and bought his music and everything. Mm. I didn't just find him on Pandora. Like, that, that's how serious I was about it. <laughs> you, you sought him out. I sought him out. <laughs> okay, we've talked about the Lion King a lot. Let's move okay, on. I'm just saying. <laughs> so the past can hurt, but you can either run from it or you can no, learn no, from no, it. Jonathan Young. Jonathan Young. Jonathan okay. Young. I'll, yeah. show, I'll show it to you before we leave today. Cool. All right, so along the same lines, we pivot away from the Lion King and the fact that the uh, live action Beauty and the Beast opens this month on the 17th. Does mm-hmm. it really? Yes. Wow. Right around this the corner. On the 17th. I that you know what else happens. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they have, the Hollywood Reporter, has, <laughs> Hollywood Reporter has stated, and again, it is on our website, superpoweredfancast.com, all of this news that we're talking about. Mm-hmm is that they have found a director and an executive producer for the live-action Mulan oh, film. I'm so excited about that. Just mm. let me tell y'all, I'm so excited about this. <laughs> she is shaking violently. I'm like, you can't really mess up Mulan in spots. No. <laughs> like you can make, uh, there's a few ways I can think of that you can mess up Mulan. <laughs> well, I mean, there's 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 some integral ways. Please, please, please. Amber Heard. Chinese people in this they need how, to all be Chinese. Here's how you mess up Mulan. Amber Heard as Mulan. Oh. There, mm. Disney wouldn't do that to me. They wouldn't. Mm. They know I love them I too know. much for that. They, they would never let me. <laughs> but if there's not a, but if Ming, but if Ming Na is not in that movie in some way, it would be a crime. <laughs> that's true I'm just saying like, at least okay, a cameo of something need, I mean, thank you something. like that's Mulan's mother exactly like, if we're gonna if we're gonna have like and I'm not saying that like you know, she couldn't play Mulan because she's kick, cause she kicks ass it would ass, be explainable yeah. that he not be Chinese <laughs> <laughs> not like what's Matt his name Matt, Matt Damon, Damon in the Great Wall who was raised in China and doesn't have a Chinese accent sorry <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah right don't so, wash. Don't wash it. There is a major way you can mess up Mulan, mm-hmm. but other than that, you know, you can take a few liberties. It's fine. Just mm-hmm. give me, um, make a man out of you, <laughs> and um, reflection. reflection. Yeah. And I mean, we could even lose like a girl worth fighting for. Well, I've seen worse. His thing. So I mean, but then do we have like the tone wise? Do you think they go for something more serious or do they kind of keep like some of the supernatural comedic aspects? Do you still have like Mushu? You have to have 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 Mushu. Do you? Yes. Because Mushu's not part. If you don't, we just have another samurai movie. Mushu is not part of the original folktale. So? I'm just saying. Are they going to go with the, are they going to go with the Disney. Disney version of Mulan or the original Mulan. They didn't go with the original version of Beauty and the Beast. The 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 pots and pans still talk. We're fine. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's a Disney I'm just live saying. I'm asking remake. a question. Obviously, okay, but here's we're the thing. remaking the so, Disney movie. Right. So the director is a woman named Nikki Caro. Mm-hmm. What's she done? Is she foreign? Pre- hmm? Is she foreign? No. No. Oh. Her, <laughs> previous, her previous films are, she was uh, uh, a movie that was nominated for a Academy Award called Whale Rider. And oh, okay. Yeah, she uh, directed. I really liked movie. that movie. Yeah, she directed a movie called North Country, oh. a movie called McFarland USA, and her next Didn't film. McFarlane USA had Jared Leto in it. Yeah. Did it? No. Nah, no it had sure. someone. Was it someone blonde? I don't remember. Someone important was in that. Honestly, movie. Honestly, don't. But I her next movie, her next movie is called The Zookeeper's Wife, and that comes out at the end of this month. Oh, is that where they're hiding people under the floor? Yes. Oh my God, that the looks so Jessica good. I want to see it so yeah, bad. I love not, her. Yes, I love her yeah, so yeah. much. Yeah. 
so much. Like, is she the one that I really wanted to be Mira? Yes, Jessica Chastain. Oh, she's the one. Her and Bryce Dallas. Yeah, Jessica Chastain. No one. Okay. But you gave me human garbage can. But (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, Nikki Harrell was on the short list to direct the Captain Marvel film. So they that kind of takes her out of the running. Where are we at with that? What's going on with Captain Marvel right now? I mean, other than casting, they really haven't added a much information. I know I haven't seen anything. I don't think they will for past Infinity War, to be honest. No, I think I think what they'll do is it'll probably before Infinity War. No, Mm -hmm. no, no. I I think she's I think she's slated to make an appearance in Infinity War. Okay, Mm -hmm. okay. But I think as far as like casting for the solo film, we'll probably start getting that. This summer, like mm-hmm. probably closer to like D23. Yeah, that or, would make more or sense. Or Comic-Con, yeah. that's when we'll probably get news about that. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be executive, executive produced by a man named Bill Kong, who is the EP behind Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, oh, cool. uh, Hero, and House of Flying Dragons. So okay, hopefully so they'll have that kind of... cast. Yeah. So hopefully <laughs> they'll have that kind of feel. Like, I love those films. Like, I, I really do. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. So... And as far as like Disney news, we don't really have that much left. No. Uh, they mean, released a new uh, Cars two trailer that looked really cool. Cars three, Cars three. Sorry, Cars three. Less um, traumatizing. No, uh, no in it's fact, more. there's probably more. Yeah, awesome. So I'm fine. I'm my, not watching that. Was the thing? My three, my three year old uh, watched that trailer, and along with my ten year old, my ten year old who has loved cars since the beginning. Like we bought him every single car, mm-hmm. like hunted for every. I'm talking like background cars <laughs> that were in the stands that didn't even roll that you didn't even know had wheels we, we like have all of them and like a like a radiator springs rug that he would play them all Man. on oh my god but my the uh bugs are cars it's adorable yeah, yes yes we even have some of those like my um my three-year-old watched that trailer the new one and just walked up and he was and was just like, Dad, Liney hurt. Oh! <laughs> and like I was like, don't watch, don't watch, don't watch anymore. Like just it was. was oh my well, they're, god! They're following the Toy Story three kind of yeah. Movie. It was like it was, it was it was serious. It, the trailer looked worse trailer than was Toy serious. Story three. Like, and that was just well, the teaser, like the original. Me, yeah, yeah, the original teaser. But this one yeah. looks well. I think that looks rough. Cars three is really going to be more. Uh, because if you remember Doc Hudson, I don't remember anything. I've never well, watched these movies. <laughs> really? Well, well, Doc Hudson was really? the, one of the older. It was a Studebaker, I think. Um, yeah. And uh, he used to be a race car, voiced by Paul Newman. Yeah, and um, he had flipped in a race as well, and that took him out for good. So he never raced again or anything like that, and so he never really recovered from it. Well, Lightning's about to go through pretty much the same thing because now he's up against cars that are new, advanced, kind of. Going along the lines of what NASCAR is doing with their cars, yeah, um, and so he's kind it's of like last the, year's news. Right, it's like yeah. Rocky Four, basically. Yeah. Right? You, like, you know how Rocky was Rocky trained, like in Rocky Four, when he was training to fight Ivan Drago, yep. and, uh, and Rocky was like fighting in like the in like the barn, yeah. and he was like like the bales of hay and running up and down the hills, and, and Drago was in like this computerized, yeah, <laughs> like 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 just like this like. I don't know this jet propulsion lab. Yeah, but that's kind of like the <laughs> it's way. Pretty much what they're going right, with. Yeah, like with cars through. And so I mean, they're going to go kind of more of. I mean, it's kind of seems like they're going to go with a, kind of an identity thing for lightning. Yeah. Whereas, like, who does, how did, yeah, yeah, who are you really? Are you who you say you are? And will you come back from this kind of yeah. thing? So I mean, it's it. I, I think 
the reason they've made it a little bit or seem a little bit darker is because they're doing kind of the same thing what they did with Toy Story. Yeah. Because those people who were original fans of it when it first came out grew up with it. Right. And so the movies yeah, are growing up with now. it as yeah, well. I love so, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know why I don't watch cars? Quick, quick fun fact. <laughs> um, as you can know, my accent, I'm from one part of the country. And every single weekend... <laughs> All day <laughs> long. Sometimes all three days of said weekend, <laughs> I had to watch so much NASCAR. <laughs> so much NASCAR. And so when cars came out, I was like, you know what? I'm fine. <laughs> I'm going to bow out of this one. It's chill. It's got Larry the Cable Guy in it. If I want to talk about cars and hear somebody talk like that, I'll just go over to my family's house. <laughs> and it'll be fine. So, no, I have no interest. Y'all have fun. So, no getting her done. N- no, God. Oh. If I see another truck er, with get her done on the back of the window, with an I might puke. <laughs> it might happen. I'm just saying. Anyways, that's why Stephanie doesn't like cars. <laughs> I'm waiting for someone to be like, why doesn't Stephanie like anything? I mean... Some people just like to watch the world burn. I guess that's just me. I don't know. <laughs> Not really. I'm a, I'm, I'm a precious. I'm a cinnamon roll. She is. I'm a cinnamon roll. <laughs> Actual cinnamon roll. Stephanie is amazing. Looks like she could kill you. Actual cinnamon roll. <laughs> Jenna looks like a cinnamon roll. Could actually kill you. <laughs> so, and Has then, no soul. Right. Also true. <laughs> and not to poke the, uh, not to, to poke the bear as it were. Oh, don't with, call me a bear, Dave. Not you. No, I'm not talking about you. Right. I'm talking about Jenna's emotions. Okay. Um, Uh-oh. Let's talk about Secret Empire, the next big Marvel. Easy. <laughs> the next big Marvel arc involving everyone's favorite Steve Rogers. Hydra Steve. Mm-hmm. Is, this, is that the one where my baby's going back to fix him? That's part of it. Okay. As long as my baby goes back and fixes him and nothing bad happens to him, we're going to be fine. Because well, now you're asking too much. So help me go ahead. <laughs> well, what they've said. You think I was mad when you made Steve Hydra. You make Steve hurt Bucky. I'm coming after you. We're making a trip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to find the router. This podcast, this podcast will be deleted. Mm-hmm. If at any time Jenna goes rogue. <laughs> In an exclusive interview with ABC News, um, the senior vice president for Marvel, Tom Brevoort, and editor-in-chief Axel Alonzo. Axel Alonzo. That's so alliterative. Should be like a a comic book character. Axel Axel Alonzo. That's not where I went with it, (laughs) but I can't say that. So it's fine. So the series will see the culmination of Steve's plans and his exposure as a Hydra agent. His he said, he said his plans <laughs> exactly. His plans and Hydra's plans will begin to unfurl. He says, we are done with the covert portion. The build-up portion of the program, Secret Empire, is the pyrotechnics. The big, and I can't believe he used this in the positive, Michael Bay blockbuster. No! Oh, obviously they have no taste. Wow. They made Captain huge, America a Hydra agent. Why are we Huge surprised? colossal struggles and battles across the Marvel Universe. With all of our key characters and players taking on a big role. Wow. From the same team that's bringing you the Wolverine Hulk. Yeah, Wolver Hulk. <laughs> the Wolver Hulk. Hulkarine. Yeah. Huh? Y'all didn't see this? No. Oh. Yep. Oh. 
That's going to be something. Hulk's undergoing Weapon X. Yeah, we're going to have. Yeah, we're not even going to. So it's not Wolverine turning into Hulk. It's Hulk turning into Wolverine. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, still, do we really need? So it's kind of Hulkering, I guess. Enhance Hulk. I guess we do since we tried to kill him. Well, I mean, <laughs> he has infinite no, strength, so now we're going to give him miniature swords in his hands and an indestructible skeleton that he already what they're saying. had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, he shot himself in the head and then spit it out. What's, what's not so, indestructible no. about it? So as far as the plot goes, from what they're saying, they're not giving a whole lot of details, but what it is is that yeah, they're probably still trying to figure Cap out. is the head of... Uh, shield. They just throw stuff out there. They yeah. exactly. What they're saying. They're saying <laughs> Cap as the head of Shield is going to dispatch various teams of heroes to different locations to contain a threat. Unbeknownst to them, is that this is all part of Steve's overall plan, and they are calling issue zero the worst day of the Marvel universe. The worst. This is worse than blowing up the the school of children. <laughs> Can we really call it the worst day? We redid that. I think there's so many worst days of Marvel. <laughs> I'm like, we've done some pretty bad things. Let's yeah. let's be yeah. careful what we call the worst day. But you know, making the <laughs> making the war hero a Nazi is pretty bad. But I think what what it's looking like they're trying to do is. They're trying to, you know, before we had so many different, like, character, like so many different heroes fighting each other, like you had in Humans versus like, We're going to fight Captain America. Like Civil War II. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's looking like they're trying to find a way to unify all the heroes of the Marvel Universe against a common against threat. It just happens to be the Steve Golden Rogers. Their leader. <laughs> right. So. It's like the little green aliens turning on the claw. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. We have been chosen. <laughs> this is honestly like if they decided to revolt one day. Yeah. <laughs> so, Secret Empire. Secret Empire. Like, what? Obviously, no. our creativity has hit a wall. <laughs> <laughs> Way. Big wall. A large. Nazi shaped wall. <laughs> large wall with lots of tentacles. <laughs> All right, so let's let's That's leave. A strange looking wall. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> then like, "You lost me with the tentacles." I'm pretty sure there's like, like a I'm, bunch I'm, of. I'm seeing a, a live wall with lots of tentacles. It's just no. I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of them in Japan somewhere. I was about to say this is like a, <laughs> a, a manga kind of thing. Sure. Like a bad fan fiction. It's so relevant. Things we can't mention though because they're about to screw us. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> moving uh, on. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> We're going to talk about DC Comics. Black Lightning on this has moved to CW. Okay. It was originally going to be on Fox, and Fox decided that they're going to have way too many superhero shows on their slate because they're really leaning into the uh, X-Men series that mm-hmm. they're doing. Didn't that air? <clears throat> no. no, that was Legion. They got Legion. So they have mm-hmm. Legion. They have got, oh, what's, this, right. what's this one? This is a new one. It's a new X-Men series that they're doing. It's They've about uh, it. cast yeah. their first person for it, too. Who? Um, I can't remember her name, but it's the character Blink. Uh, yeah. She was so in... Jamie uh, Chung is yeah. playing Blink. Okay. She was uh, She was in um, Days of Future Past, the is one the that was person? teleporting all over the place. No, it's not the, mm-hmm. not the same person, but, um, but it's going to be... Uh, oh, this is something you... Uh, Stephen Moyer from True Blood is... Bill? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Bill... Bail. Bail. I really, honest to God, did not mean to say it that way. 
but I mean, really, how else can you say it? He's been cast as the as the lead, as the male lead in the series. Uh, uh, is this? Uh, well, no, the, he's not a character. He's not. Okay. A, he's not a Marvel character. The okay. series is about a about parent two parents who find out their children both their children are mutant? mutants. Okay, I and, was about to say, how yeah. is the main character of yeah. the X Men show not a Marvel character? Right. I'm very confused. So they find okay, out. That's right. cool, though. Yeah, so they yeah, find, find out their children this. are mutants, and they take and they go on the run to keep them from being, you know, taken by the taken by the government. Is, is, so they meet up with an underground uh, underground network of mutants to, you know, to protect them. So yeah, I mean, are they uh, going to cast? Um, What's his wife? Well, I mean, I'm sure we're going to get an announcement <laughs> soon. I think the only... Uh, it's Rogue. No, yeah. like, what's her name? Anna Paquin? Yeah. There we go. They can't cast her. She's they, Rogue. <laughs> they really oh, can't. yeah, they can't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, they read it everything else. I figured they would have redone that. Where'd I you mean... go there, Stephanie? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I went off the, off, off the grid. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, he's been... He's been cast as the dad, and, you know, we'll see dad. how it goes. That actually is an interesting premise. Yeah. Like, I will give him that. Like, that's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Like, but like how far can that go, Because though, the only thing, thing we've ever seen is, like, bad reflections, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, the parents. Uh, Bobby's parents. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. fun. And, and I think it would be interesting if they kind of have that... Um, Supportive, or not? I mean, like, well, not even necessarily supportive. I think it would be interesting to kind of see the, you know, the uh, the parents acting out of fear. Yeah, uh, it's interesting. Like my my thing is, and I I um I put forth the theory that I think probably one of the best things they could do from a story standpoint is, yeah, go ahead and do the whole on the run thing, but the season finale that they season finale, let's say they find a haven, and that haven is Genosha. Ooh, that would be cool. Great. That would be cool. I, I just think that's that, an interesting. I thought I, think I that'd like be a that great, idea. Like, yeah, I think it'd be like a great kind of. T- <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> but yeah, so they've also cast. Um, <laughs> that went from zero to a hundred really quick. <laughs> they've also cast an actress named Natalie Allen Lind as the daughter. Um, she previously played Silver St. Cloud on Gotham, so I haven't. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. She kind of got on my nerves. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't watch Gotham even, so. Well, but, I do, but still. <laughs> he's like, I do. <laughs> so, I mean, that and then uh, uh, Jamie Chung. So, I don't know necessarily that much about the the series overall, but it is shaping up to be relatively interesting. Yeah. In that More regard. interesting than Legion. Uh, Legion is actually Legion's really awesome. good. Is it? Legion's yes, really good. Show. Oh, I'm talking about premise wise. Like, oh, I really okay. Care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Legion's actually been pretty interesting. Like, there, there's been story development, but in the same sense, it, it seems to be it, it moves slower, but at the same time, you don't mind uh, yeah. because they're really diving into the differences, uh, like of what he can do. Um, and each week, it seems to be something new and I, I don't know i'm really enjoying it yeah and he's kind of discovering his uh you know what his powers are but mm-hmm. also dealing with the fact that he does have a mental illness mm-hmm. so it's like what is that they're trying to tell him that he doesn't right and all that yeah. kind of stuff yeah exactly 
So I mean, that's, she's like, you don't have a mental illness. That's just how it manifests. And he's like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> he's like, I'm seeing this devil with the yellow eyes, and you don't see it, but I see it. There's there's something wrong here. And I'm saying this guy with the devil with the metal eyes. If they don't make that mojo, oh, I'm t- it looks like freaking mojo. It looks like mojo. Yeah, it does. Mojo, dojo. I do my damn mojo. That's where I went to. Not that's not was, enough. I was that's saying mojo, 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 and I was thinking of the red devil dude, like the Christmas, the Santa Claus, the like devil oh, Santa no. Claus dude from Insidious. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, like power of I mean. girls. No, <laughs> no, no. But uh, so um, again, along those series, since uh, going back to uh, Black Lightning. So since they're kind of since Fox is kind of going in with the X-Men series, which I think is great, considering that's, you know, they have that property. Um, Greg Berlanti, being the producer of like all the DC shows, is putting Black Lightning on the CW, which, is, which frankly, again, is where it belonged. They said the exact same thing when CBS had Supergirl. Why is it not on the, <laughs> the CW? The CW was like. Hello. Yes. Welcome it's to the family. Just call it. Just call it the DCW. And <laughs> oh my God! There you go. Copyright. Well, and, and I don't really know much about Black Lightning. He's not the same as Static Shock. That's two different characters, no, it's right? Two different okay. characters. Okay. okay. Yeah. Was Static Shock? We had this. Static, static Shock was a was, cartoon. Yeah. We yeah. Had, but was he? Was he DC? Yes. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, I feel like we've had this conversation. Static yeah. Shock was like actually static a Static Shock was actually a milestone comic. Yeah. Okay. Milestone was in, was a DC imprint that was uh, created, developed, and all the writers and artists were people of color. Okay, so it was it was natural. And then what happened when when Milestone ended? They incorporated those characters into the DC comic into okay. the DC proper. Cool. So, but, so uh, what, so what could it mean for Black Lightning to be on the series then? Like, how, like is he a meta or? Well, yeah, he's a meta. Um, mm-hmm. He controls uh, controls lightning mm-hmm. um, and things like that. I mean, I, I didn't know if we were like having a shocker kind of <laughs> the power no, no, gloves no, or whatever. No, he, it's, <laughs> he, he's a meta, and okay. what's interesting as I don't know if they are. Nec- I think what what could be interesting is if they since they're doing the multiverse, mm-hmm. if they make him a hero on another world on another Earth. See, like, I don't, they was, don't. Who was in Black Lightning? Like who who were? Well. Who his allies? <laughs> well, Black no Lightning is a member of the Justice League, like okay. the Justice Society. Okay. So, I mean, he's just Well, and they're the, pulling yeah. from the Justice Society right now, yeah. too. So, yeah. So, I mean, he can so, basically okay. just kind of be anywhere. Yeah. Uh, I just, like, give me super play. Sydney's <laughs> <laughs> like, I will be patient. I think right now they're kind of playing Monel as if he were, but. Who? Not Monel on Supergirl. Mon L. Mon L. They're not calling him Superboy. They're not calling him Superboy. <laughs> Who is Mon L? He's a, a Daxamite. Yes, the newest love interest. Blah blah blah. Of, yeah. Of Kara. Quite is uninteresting. He from, is he from Krypton? Like, no, he's from Daxam. He's from Daxam, which is a oh, sister planet. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's the sister planet of uh, Krypton. Krypton. See what all yeah. I know. Yeah. Mon L. Mon L is his name. Yep. Yeah. But he's from he's from a Krypton. Which is fine, <laughs> but no. But he's just not an interesting character. Mm-hmm. He really is not. No, he's Why not. He's him. very bland. He's he's basically an attempt at eye candy, pretty much he as plays of right him. now. A guy named Chris Wood. There is his picture. That's his. Uh, that's their attempt at eye candy. 
Mm-hmm. Well, he been in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let's let's just say I'm probably gonna say well, uh, Vampire Diaries. What? Was on that. As who? I don't know. I don't like <laughs> diaries. Kai. He Kai? came in. He came in after we stopped watching. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm relatively. I was just say he's probably been on Glee or something, but that's where most. That's where ninety percent of hey. Supergirl, CW, everything's coming. So. Glee was good. <laughs> I know they went through the Spartacus phase, and I loved that. I didn't say Glee was bad. I'm just saying I'm pretty sure that's where all on, of them are but coming it's okay. from. Yeah. Pluck, pluck people from now. <laughs> um. He was on some show called The Carrie Diaries on CW, so whatever. Oh, uh, that was when the they Carrie tried Diaries to... Diaries was yeah. the precursor to Sex and the City. Yeah. yeah. So. I never yeah. watched it, but it looked interesting. Yeah. So. He's been, on a, he's been in a lot of Supergirl episodes. He's been around for a minute. Yeah, he's been yeah. on basically Most this, this whole season. season. Yeah. yeah. I really Come need to watch on. that. He came, <laughs> he, he came around the uh, four-part crossover. Uh, yeah. He crashed on Earth, and then they kind of started exploring his character during that. Crossover. I thought she liked Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah, that so fell out really quick. I was quick. so down for that. Well, on CB- I, I like Jimmy. On, on CBS, yes. But the second that they swapped over to CW Day, didn't retcon it or anything, but literally it fell out it's within like, like one or two episodes. Right. That was like from the pilot. Right. But in the first two episodes of the, of, the, of the season on CW, they kiss, they're about to go on a date, and then all of a sudden, eh, I'm not interested. I know, in he was anymore. flashing mm-hmm. that smile. I like <laughs> it. He's pretty. <laughs> Yeah, well. Like that, Jimmy. I was like, "Hello, <laughs> how you doing?" Yeah. And he's not. I don't have to. Yeah, Super Supergirl to me, I don't know. It's kind of been lackluster. Like, there's been mm-hmm. moments that have been cool, but for the most part, it. it she's not so super because she's I'm always like getting the, into trouble, gets her butt handed to her basically, and then turns around and somehow triumphs. Well, she is a little dumb. So the thing is, I, mean, I like the series, <laughs> except for Monel. Mm. I think if they cut out his entire storyline, it'd be fine. I just don't like the story they're running right now. Yeah, like that, that to me, I feel like they're focusing on the wrong stuff mm-hmm. and putting too much light on some things and not enough on another yeah. to where it's really kind of, it feels muddied. Like it literally feels like it's villain of the week and there's no overlying story, even though there actually is. Yeah. And I don't know. That's what but kind the of thing. Me. I mean, they're bringing in Terry Hatcher mm-hmm. as the villain for the rest of the season. I Ooh. really want to know who she's playing. Okay. Like, I I'm down. really want to know who she's playing. <laughs> I'm so down. I personally think that she's playing Queen Bee. And if she is, that'd be amazing. Because they're fitting her for a costume, which means she does have a costume. Ooh. So she's not just... So who is Queen Bee? Is that for Hive or... Yes. Okay, okay. So she's not just, like, she's not... Um, <laughs> I mean, she's not just coming in as, you know, like, you know, power suit villain. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, not little, pa- like, yeah. wearing, like, a pantsuit. Yeah, <laughs> but she's kind of like an actual villain, mm-hmm. and I think my speculation is that she's Queen Bee, but I but that's just me. I hope I yeah, hope I'm cool. right. Yeah, have they had my little uh, bunny tooth baby back on TV? Bunny tooth baby, what is Tyler it? Hecklin. Uh, no, they haven't brought Superman back yet. He, he was on for what two or three episodes, three and episodes, then he's yeah. kind of. Fell, fell to the wayside though. Gone back to do the Superman thing. Pretty much, yeah. I'm sure they'll probably bring him back, and I think that's a good, I think that'd mm-hmm. be a good thing. I I think it's good that he's not there because then it gives them the opportunity to develop well, Kara. But yeah, I think they're they're missing a lot of opportunities to develop Kara. Exactly. In yeah. that, you know, I mean, it's. I well, mean, and that's what that's what to me it feels like right now is that uh, Kara she's not she's not moving forward. It's yeah. she's Supergirl. That's it. And other than that, and her using her powers and villain of the week, all that kind of stuff, there's no real movement to her story. Like right, when she was upset she... about uh, Jimmy 
Olsen being the guardian, guardian yeah. like she was just mad. That yeah. was it. And then and two episodes think, later, oh yeah, we're chill now. Yeah. I was like, what? I think the whole, like, if you really think like the beginning of this season's story arc with Cadmus, mm-hmm. I think if they had run that a little bit longer, you probably would have gotten more developed from, from her as a character, but they kind of yeah. cut that and, you know, kind of cut that early. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we'll see how it goes. Um, so, Chris McKay, the director of the Lego Batman movie, which is currently in theaters, has been announced to direct a live action, well, yeah, <laughs> Nightwing film. It's not Lego Nightwing? No, it's not Lego Nightwing. <laughs> Nightwing film for the for the. I feel CEO. like I'm at a press conference. I just cross. I'm gonna. I'm gonna like. <laughs> Stephanie. I just crossed my arms. Um, <laughs> or my my hands, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, exciting and terrified. <laughs> why are you exciting and why are you terrified? I'm terrified because if they mess it up, my heart will break. Literally, break in half. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I, I will sob in the bad way. <laughs> the bad way. And your excitement stems from? Because it's Nightwing. <laughs> <laughs> because it's Nightwing and like I'm interested. I want them to do that. Mm-hmm. Because if I mean, mm, please. Please God. <laughs> please God and don't give me Scott Eastwood. Do not cast Glenn from The Walking Dead as Nightwing. I don't know where that rumor came from. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where that rumor came from. But don't do it. Uh, One of Jenna's friends brought it up on Facebook or something. One of my directors. I've seen I've seen it rumored around quite a bit. Uh, Him and are you kidding? Some other guy. No, they've put out. uh, I think Boss Logic actually put out a uh, um, thing uh, where it was showing him as Nightwing. Uh, The the fan art that he does actually like melded him as Nightwing. No, yeah, but that's just fan art. Yeah, no, no, no. And who else? Who was the other person they picked? I can't remember. I have to approve. Pretty boy. Like I I can't remember his name. Dude from Supernatural. Yeah, J-Pad. Yeah. Now, now. Don't hate on him. I love him very much. <laughs> he is a very good actor. But I don't think we're going to take him away from Supernatural. He's too tall. That's my I mean, only that is very true. misgiving. That is very true. I do not take away I don't normally say a man is acting. too tall. I think he absolutely I think he absolutely looks like looks like Dick Grayson. Yes. He's he too really tall. Does. He is a bit too tall because you'd have to elevate everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because Batman in platform shoes. Yeah, because Dick isn't really tall. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what he's like, what six foot, six one, maybe. Maybe. And Dave because he's like six. And you also six, you need someone that's a little seven. bit lithe, a little six, bit seven. lithe. I think he's like six, six, six. Seven. No, he's six four. Is he? Okay. And three four. I'm, I'm I think. six four. And three four. I'm six four. <laughs> no, he's like six four. He's like almost six five. He's not as tall okay. as he looks. Because Jensen Ackles is not that much shorter than him. Yeah, he's I was say, he must be like a midget or something no but <laughs> he he looks very because he's so broad too mm-hmm. and so it just adds he just looks skinny to me, but okay he's not he's not skinny at all no okay <laughs> he's beautiful but no i love him i love him and if you had to if it was between him and glenn my god yes put everybody on a stool it's fine <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not no no like, I understand that people love him, and he's a great actor, but he's not not Wayne. I would I would be more okay with Glenn as someone like Tim. Yeah. I mean, be, it doesn't have anything to do with yeah. the fact that he's not, like, that he's, I don't know what kind of Asian Glenn is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, edit that out. It's nothing to do with the fact that Glenn is Asian. No, it's just. Or that he's a different race. It's just he's not not Wayne. Like, he, he does not have Tim. the presence. That's yeah. fine. He could play Tim easily. Mm-hmm. 
I think. I think I'd be okay with seeing him as Tim. I think he could play an older, like a Red Robin Tim. Yeah. Pre-New 52, because that crap was no. (laughs) (laughs) Steven Yoon is Korean. Thank you. I'm not, and like, he's fine, but he just doesn't have that presence. And Mm -hmm. I don't think he can carry the attitude that Dick Grayson has. Okay, but here's the other casting rumor. Who? What are you doing? Why are you staring at me like that? (laughs) I swear to God. I'll flip this table. (laughs) Not really. I would never do that with Kristen. Danny's wife. Never do that. Zach Efron. No. Okay, we went from too tall to too short. No. No. Are you for real? It's a rumor, but I'm saying that's the that's one of the Oh my God, they're going to frat boy this up, and it's going to be horrible. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, gross! It's a he lost rumor. his parents. <laughs> I, I, Darren, I have to at, react very negatively. I'm trying to fit in with the internet and thus <laughs> express how much I hate it. No, <laughs> Stephanie, I have to go full internet on this. Yeah, I have to go full fanboy and just be like, no trash, no. <laughs> Not that you're trash, Zac Efron. You're I mean, a I fine take, actor. I would take Zach over Glenn. But. Yeah, but no, do not frat boy this up. No, absolutely not. Okay. No. Because like, I feel like they're like, oh, he's kind of a douchebag and he's pretty and he sleeps around a lot. We can just cast anybody. No, you can't. I'll put it to you this way. At this point, it's in, it's, it's in the script phase. It's being written by a guy named Bill Dubuque who wrote The Accountant starring uh, Ben Affleck. It came out last year. Okay. So they're in the script phase. I'm relatively sure we won't hear anything about casting until possibly the end of this year. Mm-hmm. So everything so. we hear is just kind of like... Exactly. Everything at this point is yeah. just rumor. There's not, really enough, there's not enough Scott Eastwood yeah. out on the internet right I'm now. Sure there Scott lo- Eastwood. I'm sure, <laughs> I said, I'm sure as far as who's wishful thinking it, Zac Efron's manager, <laughs> his publicist, <Right>. and <laughs> his representatives, and the person who's going to No, let him be in another movie about a, a neighbor frat boy person or a hot guy on a boat somewhere. Like, no. I don't know. He looks funny in Baywatch. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. So is this this was a movie, right? Not a TV show. Was it a TV For show? Nightwing? Yeah, was it a TV movie. show? Or a movie. Okay, movie. It's gonna be. But the I'm DCE. just saying. I'm like, think about this real quick. TV show. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Let, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it for just a second. Um, Scott Eastwood. Yes, he was in Suicide Squad. It's fine. We only know him by the name GQ. And we've seen if Dick, Dick Grayson is under cover, he yeah. would totally accept the name GQ because he. No one thinks Dick Grayson is. Like, pretty. More than Dick Grayson thinks Dick Grayson is pretty. <laughs> like, honestly. Very true. Like, like Very he walks by a mirror and it's kind of just like, ooh. <laughs> I did a hair flip. You didn't see it. But has, I did He one. has the Jenna factor. He's like, oh, let me stop and look at myself for a minute. <laughs> yeah. He's, but, please, God. Please, just give me someone who can. That's, where he, that's why he wears that domino mask. Because most of his face is still showing. He wants most of it exactly to be. Exactly yeah. why he wears it. <laughs> He's like, I can't yeah. hide all this beauty. I'm fine. I don't care. I love him. I would. Here's my thing. I would put up with Starfire for Scott Eastwood. Ooh, and that's, that's saying a lot. That <laughs> is. No, I'm just saying, you know, we've seen Dick survive more than an underwater explosion. Like, mm-hmm. it's fine. Scott Eastwood. Okay. Although, I don't know who I would cast as Starfire. Well, I mean, they haven't even, you know, really. No, I know. I just thought about it. Like I was like, Titans who would you film? cast? And I was like, Emma Stone, we can't cast her. And also, that's, that's too lockable. You can't do that. I was like, don't do that to Emma Stone. <laughs> I'm, it needs to be somebody I can tolerate, Jenna. Honestly, uh, I would say if they were going to cast someone to play Starfire, you're probably going to look for like a actress model. Ew. Like someone like, yeah, someone tall. Um, speaking of Suicide Squad. 
So, Mel Gibson possibly directing the Suicide Squad sequel. My thoughts are already known. (laughs) My thoughts are in print on the Geeks Worldwide website. I can't remember what else Mel Gibson directed. A lot. Braveheart. Yeah. He recently directed like, Hacksaw recent? Ridge. I was like, okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm right with that then. Apocalypto, Passion of the Christ. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. See, there's there's so many actor directors that are bad that I get them mixed he's up He's a little crazy. Problems. I mean, he <laughs> is. just a bit crazy. But have you seen the trailer for Hacksaw Ridge? That's the one with Spider-Man in it. I've seen Oh, my Hacksaw God, that looks Ridge. so sad. I know. Is I've, it sad? It's a good movie. Is it sad? My stepdad loved Not it. really. No? It's very uplifting, actually. Really? Yeah. No, that's good. Oh, that means he doesn't but die here's the, the end. thing. <laughs> well, it's based on a true story. Um, Mel Gibson is an amazing director. I love Mel Gibson as a director. I love Braveheart. He doesn't Heart. like comic book movies. Right. That that was my. That's, that's what Danny. My, yeah. I was about to say Danny told me that, that the other yeah. day. That's the thing. That <laughs> is I like trying to steal your information. I'm just saying my like my editorial is basically this. Mel Gibson is an amazing director when it's something that he cares about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it's a subject that he cares about, he will put like his if it's a passion project for him, he'll make it amazing. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like comic books. Why aren't movies. they keeping the director from the first one? I don't know why. They, because oh, I think because David Ayer is supposed to be doing Gotham City Sirens next. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, we can just put Suicide Squad on hold. Didn't they for a tease that, uh, that the <laughs> Gotham City Sirens may have a black mask in it? Yeah, I thought I saw something about I heard that. Something yeah. about that. Yeah, like I think David Ayer um, tweeted something about it or whatever. A uh, mm-hmm. picture of black mask. Um, but yeah, they're saying that, that may be the villain for Gotham City Sirens. But again, at the same time, like (laughs) Mel Gibson is an amazing director. I don't think he's right for Suicide Squad. I would agree with that. Why is he in talks for it? Because the world hates us. Because, like, I'm like, because honestly, I said because DC because DC Films needs the positive spin. I think they need the positive spin in the news cycle to say, "Hey, we've got uh, we got this amazing director who's thinking about directing one of our films mm. because they've gotten so much negative press about losing directors for Batman and Flash and and the to, way we're going to go right, is to get to, a director that doesn't like us. My point exactly. I like, said because he's going to stay on board. I'm saying you're looking at somebody. <laughs> it's like, it's, you're looking at somebody to write the ship and. Again, it just looks like Mel giving Gip- someone who right. cares nothing about the property. Right. Mel I'm Gibson like, is not going to write the of shit. the like. There are lots of directors in the world who would love to do this. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. just find a good one that's a little unknown. Yeah. And like, it's one of my one of the points I made is that as much as we love to speculate about our favorite directors directing comic book films like, you know, when uh all the rumors when Quentin Tarantino was interested in doing a Luke Cage film. Not my I, favorite director. Lot, <laughs> but he is to a lot of people. I love Quentin Tarantino movies. I mean, I I'm like him, but he just I but like here's he my, the same thing over and over again. Right, but here's my thing. That's the side note. I don't want to see Quentin Tarantino's Luke Cage. No. Mm-mm. I don't want to see Martin Scorsese's Batman. I want to see Batman. Mm-hmm. And if I have to, and if you put a director like that who, you know, their vision is different than the vision of the character, mm-hmm. then you're going to take away the character that I love and it's just going to be an, a director's exercise in ego. Right. And that's what I'm worried about as far as Mel Gibson because, again, he yeah. doesn't like comic book movies to begin with, mm-hmm. but when we've seen somebody who's not a true comic book fan take the property and do with what they want, 
it doesn't become true to the comics. It's not mm-hmm. a service to the fans. It ends up being completely the opposite. What they want to yeah. see about right. it, which has nothing yeah. to do with the comics because they don't like Basically, comics. Right. right. It's, it's, it's based that. on these right. characters exactly. is what and it, it is. It always bothers me when yeah. a director says exactly what Mel Gibson just said recently in an interview. He was talking about if we can elevate something, mm. I might be interested in doing it. But no. The thing is, just don't do you, it. Because if you feel the need to elevate then that means you don't think that much of the property to begin with. Right, exactly. And I'm sorry. I don't care if you don't like it. Have respect for it. Like, exactly. you don't have to sit there and think it's the favorite, the best thing in the entire world. But chill, bro. I mm-hmm. don't want a director that doesn't like comic books. Yeah. I, don't I mean, like, you're making a comic book movie. I, you're I doing like this for comic Batman book fans. Again. And if we get someone <laughs> that doesn't like comic books, they're going to read it. I would everything. even like be okay with someone who's maybe not been into them before but is open to it mm-hmm. to learning yeah. about it because that's yeah. fine but if you sit there like was it the big one the big director Spielberg maybe. Spielberg yeah it was like is he the one that crapped on comic movies too no Spielberg is never which one like, is it one of the big directors also like forever ago like made a comment about it mm-hmm. I can't he was like no bleh. Yeah. yeah and I'm sorry Spielberg I wasn't mean to throw you under the bus if it wasn't you <laughs> you, you it's a compliment, really. I said big director. You're the first one that came to mind. Anyway, it's not this thing. Why am I worried? Um, <laughs> you never know. But, you know, someone who will at least look into the source material. Mm-hmm. Yes, make your version of that movie. That's fine. You know, put your artistic spin on it. But realizes that, but realize these characters are not yours. No. No. They're not exactly. And Mel Gibson not an should be used to that since he, um, <clears throat> the Bible. <laughs> He elevated the Bible. <laughs> See, that's my thing with his movies. He does things too much. <laughs> he does elevate it a lot. He's very right about himself. Yeah. Because I've watched Passion of the Cross like once, and it was a good movie. Oh, like, I was like, no, don't, don't no, say bad things about movie. Passion of the Cross. <laughs> but like, that's fantastic. the only movie where I feel like he didn't like. Because some parts in like even Braveheart, it was like, why did yeah. you do that? Because mm-hmm. it's like, you don't need it. Mm-hmm. He likes shock value, and he likes all this other stuff that Unless, you know, sometimes it's just not needed. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to see him do Suicide Squad. I'm not talking about The Passion of Christ. It's beautiful. I will never watch it again, though, because that's a once-in-a-lifetime kind of situation because it's all being yeah. so hard. Anyway, so moving on, this is a little segment I like to call The Saga of Matt Reeves. Now, if nobody knows who Matt Reeves is... Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that name's familiar. I was okay. like, yeah, it sounds familiar, but can't place it. <laughs> okay. So... This is maybe at the beginning of last month. Um, ben Affleck announced that he will not be directing the Batman solo mm-hmm. film. Uh, are that you he sure, will, Ben? That he will continue to star in the film. Thank God. But he will not direct the film. We've stopped well, talking reason, about not wanting to star in it, right? No, no, no. Well, he's going to quit st- that. Yeah. Okay. St- well, his reason was cool, too, because like everybody was up in arms saying that if it wasn't a, because at one point he did say that if it wasn't a script that he liked, he wouldn't direct it, and then turned around not long and said, "I'm not directing it." Um, but his thing was but here's that he my wanted to, is that he co-wrote that script, right, with <laughs> Jeff Johns, right. So, well, and and the, and the thing is though is that what he had said was he wanted to give the character the the service that it should have, yeah, put his whole heart into that, which I respect. I, yeah. I, I can take that because I mean, Look, so far he's done good as Batfleck. Spread so. yourself too thin, right. right. Which uh, again, I'm all I'm on board for. Yeah. I agree with. Good for you. Great mm-hmm. for. Uh, th- I'm. I applaud him for taking his ego out of the equation mm-hmm. and realizing that 
there's some things he can't do and the things he can do, he would like to concentrate on. Yeah. Right. So the studio then has decided to go to Matt Reeves. Who's Matt Reeves? Matt Reeves is a director. His latest film, like he has done the last two Planet of the Apes movies. Okay. I mean, those are really good. Yeah. Yeah, I like, don't care I, about playing these. I never have. I'm sorry. <laughs> God, I'm I'm just a downer, man. We gotta talk about something a lot. <laughs> well, he also directed uh, Cloverfield. Yes. So, it's yeah. it's filmed with a video camera. I have severe motion sickness. Can't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Strike two. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, that's that's really because it, I tried to watch it one time and it honestly made me sick. I worked at a movie theater when that one came out, and it's it's legit. I can't. I can't do. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I had to clean up, throw up. It was disgusting. Because, so yes. Yeah, I, I just I just can't <laughs> handle that. Like I'm. You're not alone. Because wasn't Mike Vogel in it? Mm-hmm. I was so down. I love Mike Vogel, but shake your yeah. hand. Can't. Directed a lot of episodes of Felicity. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, random. Yeah. Planet of the Apes, Cloverfield, Felicity. Right. So he he directed Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. His his new one is War, War of the Planet yeah. of the Apes that's coming out this year. Well, yeah, pretty much, and Cloverfield. Uh. So he's been brought in. He was brought in for talks and negotiations to direct Batman. Now this was around February eighteenth. Negotiations broke down and he walked away. Mm. So the reason, the reason why I'm calling it the saga of Matt Reeves. All right. <laughs> because he has withdrawn from consideration, which basically put the movie back in limbo, which is the same thing that's happened to The Flash. Because The Flash movie has gone through three different directors oh my God, who? and they wow. still don't have one. Goodness. So they, why I think are we it was struggling that, so much? I don't know. Well, it. It's gotten to People the point with chicken. That's all well, it is. It's gotten like, to the point with DC movies. We don't want to do this. No, I don't think it's the point. I think once because <laughs> the thing is, when they get they hire these directors, they look at the scripts, and I think once they start looking at the scripts and start wanting to say, "Well, this doesn't work," or "This change," or make changes to them, I think the studio is like, "No, we're not changing anything. You're going to direct what we give you," and mm. they and they're like, "Nope, I don't want to do that." So they lost Seth Graham Smith from The Flash, and the last director they lost was Frick. Oh, uh, Seth Graham Smith um, wrote, direct, uh, a- directed Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer. Oh, I love that movie! <laughs> and uh, and uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Oh, that was uh, so good. Yeah, so, but he you left. You have to watch that with me. It's so good. I liked Abraham Lincoln Vampire. Yeah, but he doesn't. He didn't want to do it. So he's, well, that's so fine. Yeah. <laughs> so then they we, brought. We probably in, need a little more happiness than that, anyway. Right. Yeah. So they brought in uh, Rick Famuyiwa. Especially on a flash movie, Jesus. Yeah, they brought in a director named Rick Famuyiwa. Uh, he directed a movie called Dope. Um, he left. Heard of that? Nope. <laughs> yeah. He left the production due to creative differences. And I always put creative differences in quotation marks because that always means the studio screwed up. <laughs> so, Somebody done made him my Yeah. So Matt Reeves left the production. And let's see. A co- an update. As of last week, he is back. Oh, Okay. Yeah, that's okay. So we yeah, apologized. His IMDb page. But like, here's the thing, <laughs> and, I think, and again, I think this goes back to what I was saying about the script, because what they've had to do with the Flash is they're taking the Flash script back to a page one rewrite. Okay. They're throwing out the script and starting over. Okay. So it sounds like they're kind of bending on right. their. It looks not like, bending exactly. field. <laughs> what it looks like with Matt Reeves coming back 
is that not only is he coming back as director, but he's coming back as an executive producer. Ah, okay. okay. Which means he's going to have say in what he does. And it's sounding like he's going to be getting final cut. Mm, okay. Which is rare. Yeah. I don't even know. So maybe it's not final cut, but it might be. But he's going to be. He's going to be able to decide. He'll have a lot more. Say he'll have in more it. say yeah. in what he's directing mm-hmm. than basically just directing by committee. Yeah. Just be Which careful, Mister Reeves. Just be careful. <laughs> Here's the thing. I think that would be interesting. I think it's. I think. I think part of the issue that a lot of people are having with the DC movies is that. Again, it seems like there a lot of this stuff is being done by committee. Mm-hmm. So they're having like executives and all these people telling directors what they can and can't do and what they can and can't shoot and what they have to make sure they do, what they have to make sure they have in the movie. And then it takes it away from someone's vision and it turns it into basically just like uh yeah. Anyway, it just it takes it takes the vision out of the project. It takes the creativity out of it and makes it cookie cutter. Yeah. Because you can't, like, I get it, like, on some things not bending. You know, like, mm-hmm. if it's like, no, this is, like, if someone doesn't understand yeah. why that's there, like, explaining to them, you know, if it's like, hey, no, the Flash has to do this. Like, it's important. Yeah. <laughs> but I think part of the thing is, is that I don't think they necessarily know what the Flash should do. Probably not. I think it's like, doesn't he <laughs> run fast? And then, like, uh, and then, like, pro- the we should dire- probably make this one funny, right? Yeah, and I'm sure the director's like, well, you know, we want to, I want to tackle like these themes and this, and, yeah. But how many running fast scenes are we gonna have? Lots. Jeez. It's like, can't we make it look like the TV show, but not? Yeah. <laughs> since much. we're not, since we're not casting anyone from the TV show, oh, that's gosh. working. Pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, yeah. that's. Uh, I mean, the saga of Matt Reeves continues. We'll see how it. <laughs> We'll we'll see see Do we know goes. if Matt Reeves is a comic book fan? Matt Reeves is a comic book fan. Okay, good. good. So, That's yeah. all I ask. That's all I ask. Care about what I care about before you go and ruin <laughs> it, okay? That's yeah. all I ask. I'm not yeah. saying that all comic book fans are good. I mean, obviously, there's bad ones. Yeah, but People at the same wrote time, it does the kind Steve of... Rogers Nazi <laughs> line. Yeah. I'm assuming they were comic book fans, but, you know. Assume so. I don't right. know. Their, their their art form kind of suggests otherwise. They're right. Very true. Very true. Mm-hmm. You know what character I hate the most? Captain America. You know what we're going to do to him? Make him Hydra. <laughs> it's like, I really hate comic books. Let me devote my life to ruining them. <laughs> so you mean kind of like one of my the... brothers would do. <laughs> so you mean like all of the cabinet secretaries in the current administration? Yeah, like, very hate, similar. Yeah, I, hate the, I hate the EPA. Let me do everything I can to destroy it as the head of the EPA. <laughs> and that's how we get political. That should probably be. But speaking of politics, speaking of politics, and we're not really going to talk about like politics, politics. Oh, good, because the, we don't want to get into that. No. The next season. <laughs> no, we don't. The next season of American Horror Story is going to be about the 2016 election. It is not. <laughs> it is. Really? It absolutely wow. is. I'll oh, watch that it one. <laughs> I love this idea so much because I want it to be. I want it to be like violent and gory. Oh, it's gonna be just <laughs> yeah. kill certain people. Here's my thing. Like Baldwin being it though. Please, <laughs> absolutely. Probably that, that's something they would do. But here's the thing: is that you have because you have so many actors that are that come from season to season. Sarah Paulson is going to be in 
the next season. And so is, um, so is, oh, what's his name? Evan Peters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I mean, you have I, Evan Peters. So yeah, Tyler would die. Right. So I fan casted <laughs> the next season of American Horror Story. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> Let's I hear have. it. Now, I haven't chosen, uh, I have not chosen Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have not. But I would love to see Sarah Paulson play Kellyanne Conway. Okay. Oh. Okay. I think it would, would be amazing. I would love to see Evan Peters play Jared Kushner. I don't know who Jared Kushner is. President's son-in-law. His closest advisor. (laughs) Who's going to play play his weird shining children? I don't know. (laughs) Weird shining children. You just get like the weird shining children from Hotel. (laughs) Yeah. Just put them in. Hey. They're so creepy. (laughs) I'm like, is this like Stepford Wise? (laughs) But like Stepford children? Like they look like robots, would, little psychotic, racist, misogynistic robots. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Lady Gaga as Melania Trump. Yes. <laughs> Although I don't know if she would. She'd be like, I, I wouldn't either. Queen. Oh, it's, it's American Horror Story. She probably would. Or Ivanka. Ooh. Oh, please be Ivanka. Ooh, yes, that would be perfect. Ivanka. <laughs> this, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I can handle this. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. The president's going to blacklist that too. Good. It'll just drive the ratings up. Oh, yeah. Yep. They're I mean, like, look at, all the, look at all that success. I'm waiting for them to try to rewrite the Constitution. We've got 20 bucks. <laughs> well, you'd have, I think you'd have to read it first. That too. Yeah. That too. But yes, thank you. Uh, Touche. <laughs> Golf clap. Golf clap. <laughs> All right. Well, that's interesting. So is there any other news anyone wants to talk about? Anything that they've seen that they want to discuss? Um, Not that I can think of. I mean, I'm sure there's things, but, you know, my memory. I'm really excited about the new Alien trailer. Alien, yeah, Covenant. Alien Covenant. I haven't even watched it. Oh my gosh! Awesome. You, we need to have a trailer review from you. We do. That's how I awesome it is. I thought about that when I saw it. All right. Okay. So. Well, we fixed that. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that was that was terrifying. Like I could I can go through life without ever having to watch someone have to suffer through a face sucker <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> they freak me out those oh things i gosh. think are the worst part of it alien is. for me like i can yeah. deal with yeah. alien all day long don't give me the weird little baby makers okay <laughs> like it face terrifies me no. Yeah, no that's why i don't know <laughs> so y'all, y'all can watch that um, but, yeah. i'm gracefully bowing it looks good looks awesome production wise but stephanie is a child. Well, did you see? Did you get it. to see Prometheus, the one right before this one? Danny, no, <laughs> no. You, you would have loved it. There was a giant face hugger in that one. Was there? Yeah, what? yeah. What did he have to do? Well, that's a, the Prometheus is basically the start of the xenomorphs. So it showed you how everything oh, started. Mom. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Oh, chill. <laughs> Party, no. <laughs> But no. yes, I, I'm excited can, about y'all it. Y'all can enjoy that. Looks good. Looks yeah. real. Yeah, sure. No, I'm not watching it. 
Right. Not because of any negative comment except for the face thing and the baby thing, and I can't physically. I mean, it's okay. It looked like there was going to have like a backburster there too. Yeah, like that, I, that looked new. See, it looks like he was morphing into a xenomorph, yeah. and that's what's interesting. See, the, you saw the the pale ones. The yeah. pale was you know more than that. Was that the, <laughs> was at the end of was at the end of Prometheus? It was like it looks like it looks like it looks like we're going to see like the evolution mm-hmm. of a xenomorph in this movie. Because they weren't natural. It was something else that started exactly. them, and they went from there. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's kind of man-made-ish, yep. sort of. We mm-hmm. did it to ourselves, as we usually do. Obviously. <laughs> and then because, it, and then because the, the movie's about a colony ship, it's got <laughs> all these colonists in, in, oh. in, That's my thing. in I'm frozen like, stasis. Who survived? <laughs> who survived long enough to plant wheat on this, on this planet that has the alien face suckers? Well, here's <laughs> the thing. The original Prometheus, mm-hmm. like, Pro like original original Prometheus um, mission. I'm pretty sure had that stuff on board. Yeah, and, and, and that, that ship but... and that ship exploded on the planet. So I'm relatively sure that's where all those seeds and stuff got planted. Yeah, yeah this corporation oh, just, just likes like, to okay, see people. Okay, okay. I was just like, I don't, I don't understand how people like survived long enough to do anything that was. Yeah, right. Well, one like person that. survived, and that mm-hmm. was uh, Nomi Rapace's character. Like she. She escaped. Yeah, like she escaped Briefly. the planet, but to didn't where? go. But didn't go. Well, she went to follow the. She went to follow the big pale guys, who apparently started all this. The uh, um, space jockeys, I think, yeah, is what they call them. Like the, um, so yeah. in the first, well, in the first Alien, there there's a scene where they go and they find this guy. It's literally an alien that looks like he's driving a ship, but he's pretty much like stone, like fossilized almost. Mm-hmm. And so that was something that, like in the first Alien, they were always like they called him, they nicknamed him the Space Jockey because he never had a origin. Well, in Prometheus, they gave him an origin, is what it was. So they kind of piggybacked off that to show the beginning of them, and then going forward with the Xenomorphs. I don't remember what they call him in Prometheus, but yeah. No. <laughs> Just no. Yeah. I'm sure, it's a very nice franchise, but I, 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 just, I just can't. Y'all. It's okay. It's okay. Like I absolutely love the Scars Guards and everything that they do in life, but I will not be watching it. So, oh no, no, no. oh come on, no. And it's in two parts too. No, oh, that's gonna be so amazing. It. it. It's going to be two films. It's going to be the Mm-mm. first film is going to be about when they're kids. Nope. And the second film is going to be about when they're adults. No one floats oh, in my it's world. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> we like, all float part, down I, I don't, here, Jenna. I've seen it. I've seen the original It. And, like, the only part of me that wants to watch this It is because it's baby Scars Guard. <laughs> we love Bill. And I will continue to love you, Bill. But no. Because he's so, like, he has that creepy face anyway. Like, this, like, qu- creepy hot. <laughs> I mean, the fact that we Creepy turned into hot. a giant alien yeah. spider at the end of that movie did not even redeem the fact that it terrified me and traumatized me. So, no. <laughs> it'd be like the, if they remade Pet Cemetery. Like, it's just, it's a, no, it's that's a no. fine. I'm not ever going to like be like Jenna. That's it's a good idea. Don't. Okay. <laughs> that's actually terrifying. <laughs> and Jim Curry, I'm, it's fine. <laughs> Jenna, she, she really can. Wow. Darren's trying to make sure I stay up to write my paper tonight. <laughs> Exactly. Oh my god. <laughs> no. My mother scarred me, on. okay? I had a clown mobile as a child. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Can't sleep. Can't clown leave me. <laughs> Literally, who does that to an infant? <laughs> this has been the Superpowered Fancast therapy session. <laughs> I was three when I watched Pet Cemetery. Got the bright idea years later. 
No. <laughs> right idea. Years later. I'm sorry, Bill. I can't watch that, baby. Um, I was, I'm going to watch Pet Cemetery 2. Get over my irrational fear. You know what's worse than a cat? A giant dog. A really bad movie. <laughs> it's terrifying to me. And church was stuffed in the second one. Like, I was like, oh, the cat's not going to be in here. As soon as I said it on the desk, bam, there's that cat. And I'm like, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's why cats, I just, I just can't. I Y'all just, don't know how much self-restraint it takes not to name a cat church. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie wouldn't live with me anymore. If you could see the look that's being cut right now. I'm questioning. That would be, that would be the, the drawing. I'm questioning the foundation of our friendship. <laughs> Thir- like, well, how long have you been friends? Like, 13 years, Jenna. 13 years. Mm-mm. No. Hateful. Shame <laughs> on you. Moving on. I have no soul. It's okay. <laughs> the clowns ate it. Oh. <laughs> you did that to yourself. <laughs> All right. Well, that would that wraps up <laughs> this episode of the Superpowered Fan Cast. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen afterwards, but it's definitely probably going to be interesting. I feel like everything I've been told is a lie. <laughs> My whole life is a lie. Superpowered cage match. Exactly. Now that's going to be superpowered after dark. Oh. <laughs> that sounds like something weird on Skin Match. Yeah, I know, I know it, it sounded weird when I said it. Anyway. <laughs> I said, yeah, no. no exactly. I, I immediately retracted. Uh, yeah, I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't pull it back. No, just, it's okay. No. You went with it. You committed. I exactly. Fine. I just had to lean into it. Let it. Let it be. <laughs> good effort. Let good go. effort. <laughs> but, um, so, um, this is the Superpowered Fancast. You can find us online at superpoweredfancast.com. All of the stories that we talked about actually are on our website now. At superpoweredfancast.com. With pictures. Mm-hmm. With pictures and video. And oh my God, it's like getting a child to read. Exactly. There's pictures in it, honey. It's fine. <laughs> and links. I like uh, t- links to our Twitter account, where you can find us at twitter.com slash superpoweredfan. You can also read our articles and comic book reviews on the Geeks Worldwide Network at the GWW.com. That's a the and then GWW. <laughs> all Don't one, mistake it. It's like all one set of letters. Um, <laughs> you can find us on YouTube by searching for Superpowered Fancast. Mm-hmm. And please rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah. Uh, let us know what you think of Superpowered Fancast. Um, those ratings and those reviews will actually help us attract advertisers and advertisers means we can keep bringing this to you free and um other than that uh we do have some things coming up uh, i think just we're going to touch on it for a second is that danny and i um look like we might be going to orlando for star wars celebration uh, might no we are going to <laughs> star wars celebration well details need to be finalized Yes, but we, but we have gotten our press passes so that we can try and bring you as much information as we can from Star Wars. It's going to be amazing. All right. So for the Superpowered Fancast, this is Darren. I'm Stephanie. What Stephanie? I'm Jenna. What was that? Sorry. (laughs) Stephanie. I'm Jenna. And I'm Danny. (laughs) And we'll see you next time. Sorry. Bye, y'all. Bye.
This has been a production of the GWW Radio Network. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Also, check out Geeks Worldwide at the GWW.com for all the latest news, reviews, and opinions on video games, comics, movies, TV, cosplay, and more. Geeks Assemble!